Hey everybody, welcome to your unpaid therapist. Hello, welcome to another episode of your unpaid therapist. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I didn't even get a donut. Oh, that's, that, that's sexy though. I, right? like, I like it. I'm Valerie Milagros Ortiz. I don't know. I am your host, Ali Kona. She's away. Brad Ford. <laughs> this is your unpaid therapist. Shua. <laughs> get, get it on the floor get, get it on the floor who hit the floor james LaRosa did today's guest now this was the first and only time val and i decided to use airpods for our mics not such a bueno idea because i have really tiny ears and they kept falling out so bear with us my sound gets a little distorted here and there but james LaRosa sounds amazing and crisp and he does most of the talking so you're good either way we hope you enjoyed this episode Let's get to it. We're back, you guys. <laughs> we never left. I can literally pick up the story right where you could just do a little slice. And then, whoop, there it is. Um, but but I was saying, I'll just dive right back in. But I was saying, I was, so I was, uh, you know, fortunate to be sitting there with these, like, powerhouses in my old boss's uh, class. And they're all telling their stories about, like, how they came to be. And... One person uh, joined Seconds, like Catherine O'Hara, I think she was like Second City and, you know, had these famous friends and then this other guys, like I happened to meet this person at this place and like everyone, their stories were so like, they're such wows. And my story was so not because the career I thought I would have when I came to Hollywood was I would show up, I would, uh, clearly I would razzle dazzle and I would just be on the track <laughs> and off and running and it was stops and starts and like really feeling like, do I like, what do I want to do instead? Maybe I don't know. I never really considered that fully, but it was just like, it was, it took a while from, from when I started to, to, to getting to where I thought I would be. And so now the, I don't know if it's irony, but the kids that I was talking to really responded to that story because that was pretty much, that's like more common. <laughs> like everyone is like basically trying to swim in shit and get it figured out. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but uh and how that relates to what we were saying i believe is mm -hmm. you can feel a certain way about how things are going and if it's not going the way that you want it to but at the end of the day if you just sort of focus on the thing that you want to do and it's and it's genuine like if you really feel like this is what it is um then uh you it just accept the fact that there's going to be like shitty times and that it has nothing to do with you. And I, it, are we still into the same got to wrap up soon? Or was that just because we had no, that? That's we had we that. Had oh, yeah. okay. I wasn't bad. <laughs> no, because well, I, I, because what I would like to do also is give some, uh, some love to Val and in, in, in a way that I think, uh, <laughs> it flows in what your sort of mission statement is, because for instance, the same thing that is true of, writers is true of actors you have no idea why somebody would cast you or not cast you and mm -hmm. I, it, it's it is really and i'm i'm i like to believe that i'm empathetic and so anytime anyone comes in to audition for me i always feel like a i always want them to be the one because nobody wants to sit there and meet seven thousand people and you know whatever but also it I always felt like, thank you so much for coming in, especially the dancers, because you're not, the, you didn't just have to, here's my, here's my right. scene. 
But you're right. But also here's now I have to do a dance routine for you. Mm-hmm. I know I did. We've never met. And now I'm going to put on this little outfit and fucking dance around the place. And what like mm-hmm. you, you're you're <laughs> you're giving up your time. And it's also L.A. traffic. So it's like it takes you forever to get there. And you just do this mm-hmm. thing. And 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 all <laughs> and almost almost every actor that I speak to feels like, what did I do wrong or what what didn't work here? or what any of that stuff (laughs) but honestly when I when I when I it's just only speaking of myself but when I write characters and I have people in mind there's absolutely what's on the page but then there's stuff you can't put on the page like in my mind this person was so much like my cousin and she had this sort of way that she sort of drawled or who knows Mm -hmm. so if somebody comes in uh, you just go that's the energy that what I was thinking of you can't have every energy. You can't walk into the room and go like, and be like, oh, I'm all things to all people. And it's purely talent-based. It is, you just never, you can never, ever, ever take personally why someone gets hired or why someone doesn't. Like, like as a, so Val was uh, up against uh, uh, a couple of other, a couple of other, uh yeah yeah we'll say say sure well i well you were up against a lot i'm just saying in the final the final cut everyone you're up i remember being in in the lobby and like like i didn't know the the trajectory of where raquel was gonna go or or whatever but like the girls are all like stretching their legs around the wall doing the splits and stuff like that and i'm all like Oh my god like every time we had another audition like I got a note to like change my little dance routine into a whatever something different and I was like oh my gosh and so it was one of those things that you do because you know you're judging and now we have zoom we have like these tapes that we do we barely go in the room anymore but um which sucks I know it does it really does and I was just like oh man like I you do you start comparing yourself for being like I don't, well, I can't, I can't do a split. I can't do that. Well, what sucks about the Zoom is kind of related to what we're talking about, which is I really like, I hate to say vibe, but, but I really like pay attention to the energy of, that I'm getting. Yeah. And again, it's not something that you can choose to bring the one that I respond to, but, or whoever responds to, but you can't really tell over Zoom if someone's a nightmare, but you can tell mm. in person. You can tell in person mm. if someone's kind of, a little standoffish with the person who's running the camera or, you know, I'm just like, you can't really everyone and everyone can shine in a, you know, whatever. But so, but for you, um, your final, final, because you, I mean, we auditioned every single person who could do like a fucking tap dance. Like anyone who (laughs) do like anyone who ever did the electric slide at a wedding (laughs) the room. And with you, it was funny. I do the, the, the person who you, the, oh God, her, uh, uh, Melissa Fumero from Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn nine. What is, oh my God. Brooklyn, Brooklyn nine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, she was made the final cut for Raquel. Um, okay. and, but, but in, 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 it's not like, oh, one person's better than another, but what we had in you that was so really quite wonderful is you are, you really are sort of, I don't know if anyone's told you you're luminous before, but you would be the kind of person like your scenes with Jaden, with uh, little little Miguel. You can't really, you can't fake 
like maternal. You can't fake like nurturer. You can't fake like that kind of energy. And your energy was just so wonderful. And I was, we were so happy to have you. Um, but, but it, we were lucky that you had, like, it wasn't like we went, oh, like, it, you just never know. You just never know. Yeah. So as, as, as a writer, it's almost a little easier to blame yourself as a writer because you can go, oh, like my script, not <laughs> like, did my uh, script suck? That's interesting. But, but when I hire writers, uh, there is sort of a tone I look for in that as well. So uh, it, and sometimes people could like, sometimes, people, well, yeah, sometimes people could be like really incredible procedural writers and they could like nail the beats, but the conversations feel a little stilted. Who knows? Anyway, yeah. um, if you feel so fun, like, yeah. no, yeah, it was just so fun. I think all the characters too, especially like, you know, and I'm thinking like somebody like Kat too, like she walks into the room and she like owns Kyle. Like everybody was, I think they were just so well written in a way where the people who, brought those characters to life it's just like yeah that's totally awesome that's you know it's like I don't know everything just felt like it fell into place but obviously you know I, maybe it didn't because you guys I don't know it's just so magical that part to me is magical well and it, it, it was it was a puzzle putting it together in general everyone that we had everyone I wanted I got which was great but you never know how people are going to do in like sort of the final hurdle and the I love other... seeing Logan's Asha audition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, that could... was cool. In another world, you could see her being Asha. Um, it's just not just not this one. Um, but you know, <laughs> do you know who else tried out for that was um Ashanti? Oh, and I was like, cool. I was like, Ashanti, wait, I was like, Ashanti might be a little old for Asha, you know, but but it's a great audition, whatever. Um, but uh, and it was nice to it was nice to see, and I was appreciative to see it because I was like, Ashanti, oh shit, like that's that's some good, that's a good, um, but uh, but the other um, the other woman who was uh, up for Kyle was a completely different like energy like she was she was sort of the the true soap opera version of Kyle like Kyle really as written sometimes could come off as like a like a like a bitch like you would be right. like don't want to be around especially in the pilot where she's just like I'm a stripper and this is the way how how like if someone did her part I'm going to tell you a funny this has nothing to do with I want to tell you though um, but basically, <laughs> but basically, we realized that Cat would really with the energy Cat brought would kind of so it's like a puzzle, you know, and whatever. But I just want to. This is just in the in the. Well, do you remember? So we were shooting in the first season. You you could if you were a director, you could see the pilot, but you couldn't see the series, so you never really knew what we were doing and the tone that we were going for. And so okay. our director. That's a cool note. Well, so our director was Daisy. I'm going to like say their names, but it was Daisy. And so when we got the, I remember, and I, if you remember, I was always there. Like I was always, like every scene, but there was one day where I had to go scout some like locations. And so I had to leave. And so I just, I wasn't there to guide anything on set. So when I got the dailies and also the cut for that episode, uh, they didn't really know what the show was going to be. I knew what the tone was, but they didn't really. And so in that first cut of that episode, the way the takes they chose, when I tell you Kyle was the villain 
and Yelena was the comic relief. Stop I was it. like, it was so funny the way oh that they had God. like, like the, all the takes that they had of Yelena were very that. like. I I have it somewhere, I'm sure, but it was just like, that and you know, like the music, the music cues they add, the sure. takes, like you guys go out there, and I it, it was just I, I watched it, and I was like. What other takes do we have? Like, cause I, I was like, no, no, I was like, this is not Yelena. This is, not. and then, but then once, when just like, oh, okay, and we could like share, it, then they could flip it around, and then the episode was great. And I know the episode was the calendar episode. The calendar episode was, uh, was that one. Um, but uh, but anyway, so but but all that is to say, it's you can't blame yourself because you don't really know people are after even the people that work for you yeah. to give you that don't exactly know. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that worth logging back on? For? <laughs> I love that. Well, I mean, we have extra time, so I don't like, we're not rushed, but I do like, what's, what's this? Like what's happening? Um, like, I will tell you right now, by the way, Talking to you and my what am I doing? Oh, you mean like in just okay. So well, so the ring is I'm not engaged, um, but uh, I have a wonderful, wonderful boyfriend who is who gave me this ring, um, and uh, as like a promise. Mm. There you go. I don't know the promise, but he it, it, the it, there's a story there as well, but I'll sp I'll spare you that one. But he's adorable. He's always. Much kind of like the two of you, very positive and always smiling. And it's really nice to be with someone who you don't have to sort of life coach and generate the happiness for. And not this is no slam against people that I've dated in the past. It's not like as if it's a by comparison. But having somebody now who is, um, I just love his attitude and I love his sort of, um, there's just his energy is great. Uh, and I met him in 2021. Um, I met, I keep going back and forth in, in like back and forth with, to Europe. And so I was like, you keep doing this. You're going to meet someone that lives there. And sure enough, I did. So now this back and forth must continue. Um, but his name is Alejandro. And, uh, and he's wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, and, I'm so uh, happy for you. Well, thank you. I'm happy for me too. He's great. And <laughs> the best. Yeah, and so, um, but I was so. But how the in terms of like what I'm doing now, it's like being in Europe this much was not part of the plan. But I was like, I loved London, and so I said, you know what, let me go for a couple months, and that was the beginning of 2020. And then you know, plague hit, and everyone was like, oh, how am I going to be helicoptered back home from all like over the world? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I know, I was like, well, if all we're going to be doing is like one walk a day in our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'll stay here because I can like look at like, you know, London buildings and oh, whatever. And then the longer I was there, the worst COVID got here. And, I, and then also there was the election and, you know, all these like crazy things that were going on. And I was like, this is and everyone I knew here was like, don't come back. I was like, OK, so I just <laughs> I wound up just staying longer and longer because I could like I managed to like sneak my way into Italy. And then when your Americans weren't supposed to be there. So now I've kind of uh i wouldn't say i've pivoted but i've definitely uh, uh how do you, how, what's the word um absorbed into my life that's not the right word but it just allows me to move forward with this thought um this mm -hmm. other this other reality of like um of 
You know, I'm I'm in London quite a bit, and yeah. uh, and I'm in traveling around Europe, and I'm basically going between here and there. And the one thing that has been positive about 2020 is that even though it has allowed for self taping, um, it also allows you to zoom your meetings and your pitches and your podcasts yep. and everything else. So I moved to LA specifically because this is where you had to be to do my job, and now it's not and necessarily. I- so floating around the world at Lacona, that's where I'm, that's what I'm doing. And I'm uh, working on these sort of random projects that are always in secrecy. And I always have to say, I can't tell you right now, but ooh, right around the corner. <laughs> so when you ask me what I'm doing next, I'm going to say, ooh, I can't tell you right now, but ooh, right around the corner. Um, but uh, yeah, writing and, and very excited about stuff that will hopefully um uh, be gearing up after what one hopes is a shorter strike yeah yeah i love um, it i mean i have questions oh, for y'all but i don't think it's for a podcast go ahead oh. <laughs> <laughs> ask away or i don't know <laughs> now i was about to dig way deep into your like dating lives because i'm getting like words on the streets i'm getting this that's and the other so i feel like i need an update but this might not be the <laughs> venue that you want the update <laughs> that well the folks know i probably um i have a boyfriend and i have a boyfriend but yeah oh yes i'm getting um, let me tell you uh-huh he's not social media out there yet but yeah. Oh, but not, okay. But he's like on social media, but he's just not, you're not like putting him, he's maybe like appeared slightly in a story, but he's not been main page. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> I see how that works. That's how you, that's how you tiptoe in. Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. What, what's but, now, what's his name? David. David. I won't ask you his last name. Yeah, no, but I'm so happy. We were talking about this before too. And even that just, I mean, it all goes with pivoting and changing and where life takes you and where you thought it was going to be and, and where it's not now, but how much better. And I, I told Ali Kona this too earlier. I was like, you know, the cool, what the really beautiful thing about life is knowing that it's just really knowing that like, no matter where it changes, like it's always been good. And I, and then, and, and things only have gotten better, like truly, like, and not that there hasn't been shitty moments and been like, oh, this sucks or whatever. And as you know, cause we've shared some similar, similar stuff with breakups and long-term relationships and whatever life. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's really exciting to like, act, like once those little humps or those valleys or those things happen, you get to the other side and you're just like, huh, this is why. You know, it's like, yeah, and that it feels so good. Well, a lot. I mean, she's always radiating. This one's like a power station, but the it's what feels good is a lot of times there are things that we know that we should do, and then we're like, we don't do them for a whole bunch of reasons. And once we do them, because frankly, in my case, sometimes I'm just forced to, like, okay. I'm going to do this because I have no choice, not because I suddenly got this like well of like strength. But once you get on the other side of it, you're like, 
oh, either I could have done that a lot sooner. I survived and it's great. <laughs> but, but you're basically, you're choosing, unless you're demented, which we know you're not, the decisions that you're making aren't like to hurt yourself, like they're to like be happier. And so no matter what happens, you are going to be on the other side, like following your instincts. So it's going to feel good, yeah. but it, it's it's hard to do. Breakups are hard, not just to survive, but to initiate. Like, oh yeah, especially, and I always say this too, especially when things aren't really, when nothing huge is necessarily wrong. Like I always said, I was like, I, it's almost easier and I don't at me y'all. Like I'm not asking for it to be cheated on or whatever, but like, it's almost, I'm just going to say it because this is my truth. Yeah. At the time I felt like it's almost easier if somebody would do me wrong or in a really big way. Just so you could just be mad and be like, right. well, yeah, move on. You know, yeah, yeah. but when it's not that situation and it's more of like just uh, the alignment's off, you don't want the same things, da, 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 da. It's really, really hard to leave a situation that, or, or leave a person that you're still in love with. Like, mm-hmm. that's tough. Like, done, done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So it's, I am. Yeah, so to be in your room and be like, <laughs> and no, you you chose that life, <laughs> but you know, eventually you're gonna be better, you know. But it's just like, dang, straight. <laughs> there's well, it's there's there are, but there. I don't want to like in this case, I don't want to name names because it's their story, not mine. But there is someone that you and I both know, and maybe you can figure it out by the story. I don't know. But like she was in a relationship that was kind of like the one you're talking about, which was it was good. It was fine. There were like, you know, people fight and whatever. But it was like mm-hmm. you could see how like where the good stuff, how like why they got together and where the goes. And when she ended that relationship, I remember thinking like, oh, like, I don't know if I would have done the same thing because there was more good, at least from my I, I was sitting outside of a relationship. Right. But but the relationship she got in next was so insanely amazing and gave her every hope and wish and dream and afforded her this like yeah. beautiful family and this this man that really like it was like you can have something that isn't quite where it could be and if you don't trade on the thing that you want like i was so inspired yeah. by her um her being bold enough to make a decision to go you know what 70% isn't enough for me. Whereas for me, I'd have been like, ooh, might've been good for me. I could maybe feel. <laughs> and so, but watching her do that was really, uh, was really inspiring. Not everyone who's going to like d- do some giant move is going to like win on the other side. That's the risk. Like if you're like, you might break up with 70 and get 55 for the rest of your life and be like, oh shit, I should have stuck around. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, it's but yeah no it definitely it's so much easier to have somebody be like a psycho who's gonna either cheat on you hurt you whatever those things are makes you go oh that's a that's a chapter that's a that's punctuation but when you get like right but when you get the comma with the like Mm -hmm. everything is generally then it becomes like a total head for me anyway it becomes a total head game you you know did i do the right thing what are they doing right now are they eating a sandwich like what like (laughs) You just get into yeah. the whole sort of. It's so much easier to uh, second guess yourself. It's in the beginning of it. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. but she, but look what happens. I mean, no. you're you're in a wonderful relationship with David, no last name, <laughs> who will see some time. When do you think, as your unpaid therapist, when do you think we might not that being on your main page of a social right. is is like 
a definition of something because we are all with somebody or know someone who doesn't even have it and they're fucking living their best life. And that's that's probably why. But like, (laughs) when do you think, if you think that person might appear on the main page? Probably like this summer. I don't know. Sometime soon. I I don't know when, when. I mean, we have photos and all the little... We already did the photo shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Oh, sometime soon. Okay. Yeah. I asked that question. It's sort of like, when are you going to have a child? It's like, I, I don't like that question. I feel like that's a similar, when are you going to do this? But like, bitch, why does it yeah. need to happen? Yeah, no. And I mean, it's not, it's so funny because it's, it is such a, it is a thing, but it isn't a thing like, you know, social media and like making things official, but do you need to, but you don't, but I like to, I mean, I, I love posting and I, and you know, I love love and, and I, when it gets to that point, you might be like, when do you, can you stop posting about you and your, <laughs> it might be the opposite, like shit. <laughs> well, some people are like, don't rub that in my face. And you're like, it was one yeah. picture. Damn. Well, so, yeah, and now miss rubbing it in. Let me tell y'all. Something. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, Ale- tell, yeah. I think Alicona, this hair, all the posts. do all the posts, the puppet theater. Well, so, so I feel excited. like this. I feel like this hair color for you is uh, is gonna do some magic. I think this is a great color for you. Thank you. How long have yeah. how long has this hair color been? Because you you swap it around like rainbow bright. I know. I feel like I've had it for a year at uh-huh. least. It was really red at one point, and then I decided I wanted to look like sunshine. Yes. Um, and you know, look, okay, as an actor, you pay like six hundred dollars or something stupid to get headshots, and you're like, you know what? It's gonna stay. It's gonna stay for a little while. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I like it. I see. I see. It's going to, I see something's going to happen. The, uh, the magic hair. I'll take it. I'll take it. All that you do. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you. Like, this is, I mean, you're, you say energy about everybody else, but your energy, obviously, even through Zoom, is just so infectious. It always has been. And you're just super brilliant. But you, and I remember saying this during Hit the Floor, too, it's just like, and everybody's like, we love working on the show. Everybody who came and like just guessed and just saw our stuff, they were just like, it's so, I've never been on a set like this. I'm like, it's, it's, it starts at the top. And I know you've heard this before, but I'll say it again for anybody who hasn't heard it, but it really, it really did. And like, you really just cared with your whole heart. And I know that sounds corny, but you, it really, it really was like that. And you really still are that person. So all these things that are, happening in the London and all the things I just I'm so happy for you and thank well, you for coming on this show and talking to Ed I normally might deflect what you said but I'm just gonna take it in and say no, thank that's you good. yes that's it yes. that's what you gotta do so we end the show with a quote and I found this quote um I don't know it's obviously what we're what we were talking about and I thought it was interesting and it says a pivot is a change in strategy without a change in vision and I thought that was nice. So sometimes you just kind of have, like, the vision doesn't change, the end goal doesn't change, mm-hmm. but just the way you go about it. Well, and as people who are artists like you two are, I sort of feel like you kind of, that's sort of a necessity. You have to flow with how you flow and 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 wind up where you wind up, which is a freaky thing to do. You know, <laughs> we're basically freelance people. So it's a scary no net, but. So scary. 
I want to just piggyback off of what you said as far as James. We're going to fill you up with compliments. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, because I was <laughs> taken. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, was, I was with AfterBuzz for eight years. And this was the one show where literally every single show, someone from your, from Hit the Floor was always coming in to guess. You, every single year, were so, yeah, I'll come in. Yeah, I'll come in. And it's so unheard of. Like, to be so willing to do all the sure. things and come in. And you really did bring so much playfulness and fun to all the after shows that you came to. And this one time, this is how nice James is, you guys. Because again, I'm always like, let me create my own shit. So when I first met you, I was like, I have this dance travel show. And it was so like homemade DIY, but you sure did meet me on the lot. Of it was I think we went to Paramount and we had I coffee. I was taking you to coffee, but you paid for it anyway. <laughs> and then when I was done, James was like, I have to go back to work, but you can stay on the lot as long as you want, taking the energy and have fun. And I was like, and I sure did too. I just walked out <laughs> to New York. It was like, I love it. So, well, going to AfterBuzz was always super fun because you guys knew what you were talking about. You were invested and having a conversation like that was and Val I feel like you and I would like I remember you and I did it together once mm-hmm. uh I remember some crazy times in that little room depending on the number <laughs> of people I remember once we had the entire cast yeah, in crazy yeah. shit that went down so it was always fun to go and you're always wonderful to talk to and I think the pair of you uh, are a wonderful uh podcasting uh team and I think you you feel like you're where you should be so thank you so much for having me and Yay. it is is always my pleasure, no matter uh, where you pop up. If I'm nearby, it's always a good time. Yay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So thank, you, thank, you. thank you, everybody, for listening, watching all the things. And um, yeah, see you guys later. Thank you, Dave. Bye. Bye.